Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike as we navigate topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. If you'd like to hear more, head to nwaybway.com. Hello, hello, Narrow Way to Broadway. It genuinely feels so good to be back on the microphone. It's been way, way too long, especially, Philip. I feel like we haven't recorded an episode together in like a gazillion years, but if you are tuning in, we're both here, and this is the, drumroll please, first episode of season five, which is utterly unbelievable. I cannot believe we're here. Philip and I recorded the first ever episode of Narrow Way to Broadway two years ago, and we recorded it probably seven or eight times because we couldn't really figure it out, <laughs> which is amazing. But um, we're so excited to have you here. If this is your first time that you're tuning in with us, we have four other seasons of content that you can listen to. Um, but we are theming this episode, All Things New. So, so Philip, why don't you tell the people we're celebrating season five. What are we what else are we celebrating? Yeah, like you hinted to just a second ago, we are celebrating our second birthday. So we've been doing this. I, I keep feeling like we've done this for one year. No, we have done this for, for two entire years now, which is absolutely insane. So thank you for supporting us um, in two years. Gosh, I can't think of many things that I've done for two years like this regularly mm-hmm. my entire life. So it's pretty cool. Um, but we want to celebrate our birthday with you. And strangely enough, instead of, I don't know, instead of, basically, we're asking you to give us a gift for our birthday <laughs> this year. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a person. I'm not like a gift giver, I don't think, or like, that's not a love, love language of mine, particularly. Mm-hmm. But right now, we're asking you to give us a gift to celebrate our second birthday. And there's three different ways that we can do that. First, you could support us financially. Um, you can support us through Venmo, um, at NWayBWay. You could support us by DMing us and asking us other ways that you could potentially give to us. Um, and anything would be amazing. And like this money that, that we are asking for from you, isn't going to like pay for me and Emma to go get a milkshake from Chick-fil-A or something like this. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is money that's going to, um, felt need. Um, organization. So for example, when the Afghan uh, Afghanistan crisis came up, we donated all the money that we had made from our merch to um, an organization called Crossover Global that works with house churches in the Middle East. Um, and this money is also gone to like thank guests for coming onto the podcast. So this is not just funds that are sitting in a bank account or paying for mine and Emma's dinner. Um, right. So Please give. We have jobs. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. We do have jobs. Uh, also, you could share our content. That's probably the easiest way that you could, you know, practically support us. So that's sharing our content on Instagram, reposting our content, um, sharing episodes with friends in the theater community that you think might be interested. And then the third way is to simply pray for us um, and the content that we're continuing continuing to create and to pray into to help support you as a believer and an artist. So yeah. celebrate totally. our second birthday with us. Give us a nice little <laughs> gift. Woo-hoo. I think too, just to clarify, you did say this, but um, 
we are theming this episode All Things New because we actually have a lot of really new things coming out with Narrowway to Broadway this year. So That's right. Our prayer, I mean, since the beginning, two years ago, you can imagine, we were like both cooped up in quarantine, having no idea what we were doing, like marketing the podcast before we even had any content to yep. distribute to anybody. <laughs> um, but we... Our hope and our prayer from the very beginning has been that this could evolve not just from a podcast into more podcasting content, but would be able to be more widely spread and have a more robust offering of like what we could give to our listeners. So we have like a really consistent listener base. So if you're one of those, if you've been listening since season one, like seriously, shout out to you and know that all of these new things that we're coming out with are with you in mind. So in season five, we have a new website. So we have an entire website that's going to house all of our audio and all of the new offerings that we have for Narrow to Broadway listeners. Um, so if you want to go, it's live now. If you want to go to our website, it's, is it nwaybway.com, Philip? It is nwaybway.com. Great. So hit it up. We also have um, a new line of merch coming out this season. Presale is going to start soon. So make sure that you keep an eye out for that. Um, and then we also have a new blog. So we realized that not yeah. everybody, I know we're so excited. We realized that not everybody is like keen on audio content. So um, we have some really amazing people that we've really prayed for. It's a crazy story, but a, that we've prayed for to come alongside us and use their gifts and writing um, to do a weekly blog. So a weekly blog will be released in tandem with every episode. Um, and let us know if you're interested in writing with us and being a guest blogger on Airway to Broadway, go ahead and fill out the contact form on our website. And we'd love to, we'd love to chat with you and get to know you and, and why you'd want to write with us. Um, we believe that everybody in our community has gifts and we would love to use them. Um, and then the last thing that we have offering is some new events. So we can't really tease this out quite yet in May, but we have a really exciting um, partnership and event that we'll be doing later this summer. And we'd love for you all to uh, participate. So keep an eye out on the website, nwaybway.com. Check What's next, that thing out. Um, so basically, we're just going to talk about what's new. Um mm -hmm things you're loving, things that you are personally like experiencing right now, what kind of things are you hoping for or looking forward to? Um, so go for it. Emma. Yeah. What are you loving right now? What am I loving? Okay. I am loving Home Depot right now, which is um, so funny. I So my fiance and I actually just closed on a house last week, I guess, which is something new I'm experiencing as well. And I never thought I would own a home. I genuinely thought I was going to be the nomad renter gal for my entire life, but we feel really called to the city of Chicago. We feel called to stay here. So um, we basically spend all of our dates these days at Home Depot looking at like light fixtures and rakes and things that we have no idea how to use, but it like feels like, feels like a good use of our time. Um, nothing so, like yeah. a good rake. Nothing, nothing like, like a, a good, good rake. rake. Yeah, for sure. So we're, <laughs> I love Home Depot. I feel like the, my experiences so far have been fantastic. We've spent like more money on paint samples than anything else. So mm. that's been really fun. So that's been something I'm, I've been loving, something I've been experiencing. I definitely think is like home ownership for the first time. I don't, I don't live there yet. So Ben moved in, um, last week when we closed and he's still not even sleeping there. We're kind of just using this as like a project, but, um, it's fun to have something to experience of like something to create together. I mean, like speaking of new things. So that's been really fun experiencing mm. 
like just total freedom and what we can do with this this house that we own. There's no like rules or HOA, so we just can do whatever we want. Um, so that's really fun. And then something I'm hoping for, I mean, I think probably the obvious answer is just hoping for like a smooth and exciting wedding and start to our marriage. I think I'm really excited to embark on that whole new phase of life and journey. And I think it's so crazy to think that a year ago, like I was not engaged. I had Ben and I had been dating for like three months so far and it was like still felt pretty fresh, but I, I feel really confident that the Lord is is calling us into something really new and exciting. So I think those are those are my three answers. How about you, Philip? That's amazing. Um gosh, what am I loving right now? Number one thing that I'm loving right now is <laughs> Um, not Home Depot, but there is a bargain store in the upstate of South Carolina called Bargain Hunt. And they have oh. these like these these bin sales <laughs> occasionally where yeah. it's just like it's basically returned Amazon products oh my or gosh. just like trash in boxes <laughs> overstock. And you just go and you dig through it. And oh I gosh. never buy anything. But when I do, I really feel like I've got some special stuff. I tell you like my, my entire house that I live in right now has been furnished by Bargain Hunt. Oh my. Um like a lot of the stuff they have there comes from Target. I could geek out about Bargain Hunt all day long. So I'm loving Bargain Hunt. I'm also loving um gosh, what oh what's it called? Um Oh, uh, Ben Rector's new album, The Joy of oh, Music. So good. Oh my gosh. I mean So good. I, I don't know if I've talked about Ben Rector on the pod before, but if you don't listen to him, you, you're actually really missing out on some of the best music mm-hmm. being produced these days. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, let's talk about like media that I'm loving right now. Yeah. Um, 1883, which is, is like that? the prequel to Yellowstone. So it's on Paramount Plus, which I know another okay. streaming service. Right, but right, it right. is so worth your $4 to go and binge oh that series. So it's about the Oregon Trail. But it's incredibly realistic in the good, the bad, and the ugly ways of it being realistic. So go watch 1883, best acting, best score of like filmmaking, direction. It's it's brilliant. Um, Something new that I'm experiencing right now. um, So this is like new, new. This is new as of this week. Um, I started going to counseling for the first oh, time ever, which is like, I don't think I've ever thought that I needed counseling before, but it's offered right. as a part of my job mm-hmm. um, at the church, which is incredible to be able to go mm-hmm. to counseling for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I can just already tell it's going to be super, super beneficial. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about it. And, yeah. um, you know, what it's going to teach me about myself and how I interact with the world and people around yeah. me. Um, so that's something new that I'm experiencing. Also, like <laughs> working through knowing things about myself now that, ah. you know, that I think I knew but have been called out by someone. Oh, yeah. Has <laughs> definitely made me be like, oh, my gosh, I'm like doing the thing right now. Right. Like, I'm, I yeah. am changing who I am to please other people right now. I right. got you. Great. I think it's like the experience of counseling is like and, – and I think, too, it's like I – it's, it's it's just learning like a lot of other things yeah. are. And I think what's hard about it, and people told me this when I started going, they were like, Emma, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I'm like, wait, what? 
<laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like really illuminating and I was supposed to leave feeling really refreshed and like I kind of got a lot off my chest and they're like, no, you're going to leave like with a much more full awareness of like your own sin. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, pff, what am I paying someone yeah. for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really yeah. beneficial and really helpful um, and something new that I'm hoping for. Um, I know it's been a long time since we've done one of those, these episodes and we were talking about kind of what's new going on in our life. And <laughs> honestly, there's not a whole lot that's changed about my life Yeah. recently. There's just a that's lot okay. of structure. There's a lot of schedule. And I don't yeah. think that's been true for a long time, which is, yeah. I mean, I'm living in the fulfillment of, of prayer of me praying, God, please give me a, a place where I can like put down roots and feel like I have community and feel like I have a schedule and he's given me that and it's absolutely incredible but yeah. some things that I do think I'm hoping for are just um you know a more a, a a deeper personal like realization of like this is the place that I'm called to this is what God has um yeah. anointed me and appointed me for in this yeah. season of life and right. I can really be confident and comfortable in that and right you know, I can believe those words that I just said that I, you know, I want to be here, that I prayed for this and that this is right. a place that I like actually do love because I do really love mm -hmm. where I am and I love what I get to do. So, right. Yeah. Sitting in the fulfillment of a prayer is a good feeling. Yeah. But it's also like interesting. And I think it's a nuanced conversation too, because sitting in the fulfillment of a prayer and this actually kind of segues us into the topic of the episode that we're going to discuss a little bit more deeply in scripture is like, just because something is the fulfillment of the prayer doesn't mean it's everything. Yeah. Um, so I think that there's like probably a world in where we pray for something and then get it. And we're like, wait, God, I thought like everything was going to feel better now or like yeah. everything was going to be, f I was going to be full now completely because I prayed for something and you gave it to me. So I think that there is like a, yeah, we have to be reminded of like God's faithfulness and God like coming through and answering prayers and how like amazing that is. But then we also have to remember like the fulfillment of prayer isn't the main thing. The fulfillment yeah. of like the prophecy, the messianic prophecy is the main thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's really beautiful. But thanks for sharing, Philip. Oh yeah, let's talk about some some new things. Let's do it. Yeah, so we kind of wanted to talk about like making like this idea of new things, the idea of things being made new in conjunction with releasing season five, the brand new season of Narrow Way to Broadway. So I I need you all to track with me. I'm going to geek out once again about Hebrew words and if this is just so disinteresting to you, let us know. If you are like tracking and eating this up along with me and think it's like the coolest thing about scripture, like feel free to let us know also. Um, so here's what I found in the Bible. So new, this word new, right, um, is the Hebrew word kadash or hadas is like how it's spelled H-A-D-A-S in Hebrew. Um, and in the scripture that I found it basically defined something being made either out of nothing or referring to something that had not been like engaged with or experienced before. So a lot of when it says 
new. It talks about like the Israelites turning over to new gods, so not the God of Israel, but like new gods from other nations um, or in like the Psalms all over the place, it says that God puts a new song in the mouth or in the mouth of the psalmist. So a lot of these Psalms, like Psalm 40, 42, or no, no, Psalm 40, um, there's, there's more of them, but they say, you put a new song in my mouth and a hymn of praise. And what's so cool about this, and I was reading about this is a lot of what the Israelites were praying for in newness was referred to as a new song. So he didn't, they didn't actually mean like you gave me lyrics to a new song, which I mean is kind of interesting because the Psalms are music, but um, it referred to it in this article I read on Desiring God is like the Israelites had prayed for deliverance for so long that they considered it like what we would call like the same song and dance. Like they'd been doing the same song and dance for so long. And then when deliverance came, they would refer to this as a new song. And I just thought that was like so cool. And especially just in our industry of just like full of song and dance, it's like God will bring us new, like something out of nothing, a totally new song. Like deliverance was something that they had been praying for and trying to experience for generations. Um, Or even just like minute deliverance, like of David in hiding in the Psalms, like from Saul who was trying to Mm. kill him or hiding from like his adversaries, like what we read in the Psalms too. Um, And then another place in where newness, just newness is discussed is um, in Isaiah 43, which I just love. And you should go read this whole scripture or this whole scripture. But um, God says, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? That's the NIV. And I just I just mm-hmm. love that because we're also in a season of spring right now, kind of entering into summer. Um, and God is like, I'm doing a new thing. Like, don't you see it? Don't you see it? Um, so that's like this whole idea of newness, something being made from nothing. Um, and, and it's all over the scripture. So I would encourage you to do a deep dive yourself. But another thing that's cool is that there's also this concept in scripture of renewal. So it's interesting because it's actually the same word. I think it's just a different form of the word. So it's still kadash, but we see the word renewal in scripture all the time referring to something that was once made new, being made new again, With which if you're like a believer and you have known God and been walking God for a while, you know that there's this like consistent thing that happens to us is like referred to in Ephesians as like the renewing the spirit of our minds. Um, so yeah, like, so in Ephesians four, it says, and this is kind of a long passage, but this passage is called in the, in the ESV Bible, it's titled the new life. And it says, now this, I say, and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But this is not the way you learned in Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness." And I just love that. So we have this concept of newness, but then we have this concept of renewal, which is like this constant process that's happening in our lives um, as a result of knowing God. And then 
just the last passage is Psalm 51:10, which is this prayer or this hymn if you were in choir in high school, um, when it just says this plea of create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So I don't know. I would just encourage us. That's kind of what I have been reflecting on in terms of newness and renewal and how we experience this newness when we're like born again Christians, but then there's this constant renewal of our minds that gets to happen as we get to know the Lord and we are conformed into the likeness of him. So I just love that. And then Philip, do you have anything to say about that? Um, like any uh, yeah, comments? Yeah, I do. Or, so, yeah. so one of the thoughts that I just had as you were talking is um, the word renewal and you know, that scripture create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit automatically assumes that we are going to make mistakes and that Mm -hmm. we are going to mess up. We will Mm -hmm. fall short. Um, and we have Mm -hmm. fallen short and, and I love that scripture, you know, even says that, that, that God in his word that he's given to us has allowed us to come before him and, and be renewed. Um, Mm -hmm. that we, that we serve and we worship a God that doesn't call us to strive for perfection, that tells us in his word, we will not be perfect. We, we will make mistakes, but that he Mm -hmm. will continue to renew us each day as the Mm -hmm. sun rises, his grace and mercy is new, um, each day and moment to moment. So that's kind of my initial thought Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. the renewal. I think what's cool about that too, and, and I don't know if this is like too meta or if this is like this is just a thought I had too of to that point is it's not like we were made new once because we like accepted yeah. Jesus into our heart, like this language that we use, but it's like we are actually, because I mean, it's the same word. We are actually made completely new. We are wiped mm-hmm. clean in the same manner that we were initially wiped clean when we accepted Christ. Like th- it isn't, it isn't like each time we're made new because we've messed up. It's like we get a little bit dirtier and dirtier. It's not like we're washing windows where they're like perfect and pristine the first time you clean them. And then no matter how many more times you clean them, they're like still dirty. It's like, no, no. Every time we are renewed, we are made new as though we were made new the first time. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting. Someone can check me on that to see if that's like theologically correct. But that's just kind of what I thought um, when I when I was yeah. like, oh, wait, this is the same word. I even called Ben because Ben is taking – ancient languages right now. And I was like, wait, is this the same word? <laughs> Cause it is the same word. Um, so yeah. And then Philip, you had some really great thoughts, um, this, that you shared with me this morning from, uh, like a result of your, your service. And we wanted yeah. to talk a little bit about like new identity. Yeah. So, um, we're recording this episode on good Friday. So Easter is just around the corner. Um, mm-hmm. and this morning at my church, we had a sunrise, like, um, Good Friday service out by the lake, and it was beautiful. And we had this cross, and our um, church staff told everyone to like bring flowers with them, and we were going to flower the cross, which basically means yeah. there's a wooden cross with chicken wire around it, and we stick flowers in it, and it looks so so beautiful. Um, but I was struck with the thought, and we talked about this during the little service of, you know, how only Jesus can make the day where he was killed. Um, only God can make the day where his son died um, be called Good Friday. Only mm-hmm. God can make the cross this horrific symbol um, of death, probably the most brutal way I could imagine anyone being 
um, mm-hmm. being killed or, or suffer suffering or any mm-hmm. punishment. Um, there, there's absolutely nothing more brutal than it, but yet we're mm-hmm. here standing around it, putting flowers mm-hmm. in it and talking about how beautiful it is. Yeah. Only, only God can change something so brutal and make it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, a symbol of life and flourishing and a, mm-hmm. a symbol of salvation and freedom and grace and mercy mm-hmm. and love. Um, and I, I was struck after that, you know, driving around um, and back to my house before we recorded this episode of how there's so much of this new and renewal and identity shift um, all throughout scripture that we see. Um, you know, we see, you know, rivers in the uh, you know, behold, I'm doing anything now. It springs up. Do you not perceive it? He's making ways in the wasteland. He's making rivers mm-hmm. in the desert. Um, he's turning graves into gardens and mourning into dancing, seas into highways. Um, there's all of these identity shifts that, you know, we hear mm-hmm. in church, we hear the Christianese language of this. And we're like, oh, yeah, sure. He turns my mourning into dancing. Yeah. Do you realize how massive of a shift that is? Right. I would, that, I would almost argue yeah. like, I would almost argue that it's like not even a shift. It's like a it's like yeah. a totally different thing. Like it's upside down. You, right. It's, it's totally the world upside, upside down. down. Right. Right. I'm thinking about in Acts when um the Holy Spirit came, the people are like, What's going on? It's like the world's upside down. Like that's the, right. the kingdom does not live yeah. on the same horizontal plane as us. Um right. it is completely different mindset, different thinking. Um right. Yeah. yeah, and like you are different. Like I think in in Isaiah 35, um, verse 5, it says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears mm. of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. Wow. And I just think what's interesting is that in order for that to be miraculous, like this, the identity of this person was a blind man, right? Yep. And if the eyes of the blind man are open, then the, the blind man is no longer a blind man. He's not a blind man with open eyes. He is a man with a sight. Man with, yeah. And I think that that's like what's amazing about us and that we need to give God more credit is like, I can be changed. Like God can completely change my identity. And I love in, in the first verse of Isaiah 35, it says, the wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like a crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy in singing. Like he, it can be turned upside down. Um, and I just love that. Like mourning to dancing. Like it's it's not even like, because we talked about this, it's not even like in these analogies, he like grows something. It's not like he's like turning a seed into a flower. He's turning a valley into a mountain. He is changing the actual thing itself, which is what he does for us. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I love it. Within that, Emma, I think we should kind of like issue a challenge to people Hmm. too. So I think, um, you know, what I would like to challenge people that are listening right now with is, you know, what in your life feels like could never be made new. What is Hmm. that morning to dancing moment for you? Maybe it's, um, an addiction that you um, you feel like you will never be able to um, gain freedom from. Maybe it is mm-hmm. um, pride. Maybe it is um, comparison. Maybe may, it could be something you know 
small or massive, but what is that thing in your life that you feel like can never be renewed, made completely new? Um, And I invite you to believe that it can be made new, believe that it can be made Mm -hmm. new even for five minutes today. Um, Because God is a God of new. We see it all throughout scripture. We've just talked about all these different examples of the lame walk, the blind see. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's on offer for you today too, which is Mm-hmm. just i don't know i i feel weepy about it right now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's beautiful so i encourage yeah. you yeah what can be made what do you need to believe can be made new again yeah yeah i mean i think about like um i think we need to assume the posture of like the woman who had been bleeding for all those years like her posture was that she she was like this is who i am like she she probably in the town was known as like the bleeding lady yeah. And mm. that was her identity and but she knew her posture was like if I can just like touch his cloak. Like if I can just like push push through everyone, if I can just touch his cloak like I have confidence that I can be made new. And no one else even believed that, which is yeah. amazing. Um yeah, so and, I think And I'm I'm struck right now too with like there's there's people around you if you're working the theater industry or you're you're actively engaged in it that need people with that kind of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so be bold in yeah. that. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think just to close us briefly, um, I'm going to read. So every moment holy is a, is a liturgy book. We, we did a prayer on the death of a dream liturgy a couple of months ago. Um, yeah. but they have one that is in the category of creation and recreation or recreation, which I think is an interesting parallel. We could do another one about it, but <laughs> it's um, a liturgy before consuming media. So I'm just going to read the last paragraph of this liturgy for us as we enter into you know season five. We are producing media technically, um, and this is our prayer for you as – you know, you listen to these podcasts as you consume theater, as you consume plays and art, and um, yeah, just as you consume what has been put out for us to enjoy. So here it is. May the stories I partake of and the ways in which I engage with them make me, in the end, a more empathetic Christ-bearer, more compassionate, more aware of my own brokenness and need for grace, better able to understand the hopes and fears and feelings of my fellow humans so that I might more authentically live and learn and love among them to the end that all of our many stories might be more beautifully woven into your own greater story. Amen. Amen. Enjoy season number five, everyone. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this episode with your friends. We release new episodes every week. To keep up with what we've got going on, you can follow us on Instagram at nwaybway and head over to our website, nwaybway.com, for even more resources to help equip you as followers of Jesus and artists. We'll see you next time.